Gamar Jobud from Zeg around Plechanovi. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from the 8th of June, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Start this week's episode with international news. On Thursday the 1st, Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili visited Moldova to participate in the Second European Political Community Summit. Prime Minister Kharabashvili said he supported the Ukrainian people, hoped the war would end soon, asked for the establishment of peace. Kharabashvili said the government was committed to unifying the country and peacefully reclaiming Georgian territories. He stressed the importance of regaining control over the unmonitored border, which stretches 300 kilometers. Finally, he urged the EU member states to grant membership candidate status to Georgia and noted that his European colleagues agreed that not granting the status to the country would be, quote, another injustice and a big strategic mistake, end quote. He didn't name names because he had made that up. On Thursday the 1st and Friday the 2nd, President Salome Zurabashvili gave interviews to the French television channels France Info, LCI, and France 24. During the interviews, Zurabashvili discussed several topics, including Georgia's EU path and the status of its EU candidacy, Misha, Prime Minister Kharabashvili. Zurabashvili noted that Kharabashvili's statements regarding the invasion of Ukraine at the Globsec summit in Bratislava aligned with Putin's views. When asked about Misha, she said, She'd rather improve his conditions and treatment than give him an outright amnesty. However, she acknowledged Misha's role in Georgia's reform movement and his recognition by the international community. Additionally, she emphasized the sensitivity towards impunity in post-Soviet countries. On Saturday, the third prime minister attended the inauguration ceremony of Turkish President Tayyip Erdogan and Putin ally at the presidential palace in Ankara. Following the ceremony, President Erdogan hosted a dinner at the Kankaya Presidential Palace for high-level guests. Erdogan personally invited Kharabashvili to participate in the event, who headed the Georgia delegation. Foreign Minister Ilya Darchiashvili emphasized the significance of Kharabashvili's attendance, highlighting Turkey's important strategic partner and an essential player in the Black Sea region. Darchiashvili said that political cooperation between Georgia and Turkey would bring solid results for the two countries to strengthen regional security jointly. He did not mention Erdogan's government's role in sanction busting with in uh, going around sanctions with Russia. On Tuesday the 6th, the prime minister blamed the explosion at the Nova Prakova Dam in Ukraine on Russia's brutal and destructive war, as if the war itself was some sort of conscious actor. He stressed that the conflict had caused significant damage and destroyed 20% of Ukraine's territory. Karabashvili called for peace once again and urged all parties to negotiate an end to the conflict instead of escalating. Russia's blowing up a dam on the Dnieper River drew strong condemnation from President Salome Zurabashvili, who labeled it as yet another severe war crime committed by Russia. Moving on to protests in Tbilisi. On Thursday, the first police detained Beka Guriogadis on administrative charges after he attempted to set up a tent near the parliament building to protest the detention of his son, Lazare Guriogadis, who had been arrested for participating in protests against the foreign agents law or Russian law that took place in March this year. Beka Guriogadis was arrested on charges of disobeying the police, and the Tbilisi city court fined him 2,000 lati, which is about 800 US dollars for attempting to erect a tent in front of the parliament building. On Friday the 2nd, police detained several peaceful protesters, including representatives from civil society organizations, in front of the parliament building on Roosevelt Avenue. 
the demonstrators had gathered to show support for Becker Griogades and his right to freedom of expression. On Sunday the 4th, police released human rights defenders and activists who had held paper banners at a rally after spending 48 hours in pretrial detention. On Monday the 5th, Transparency International Georgia released a report stating that the Parliament of Georgia has become significantly more closed off to the media that criticize the government than to government-friendly media organizations. They noted that the revised accreditation regulations that apply to journalists working in Parliament adopted in 2023 show systemic interference in journalistic activities, introduced punitive mechanisms against opposition media, and restricted access to information. The organization mentioned that Georgian Dream or Otsneba adopted the rules without any prior discussion, speculating that they would use them to restrict opposing media. This turned out to be the case. They found that Parliament suspended the accreditation of 11 opposition media representatives since the rules had come into effect, but the legislature or Parliament has not provided any information on the current situation of uh, media representatives that have been deaccredited. The report argued that the public has not been well informed because of this lack of transparency, which was designed by Otsneba in its 2023 changes. On Tuesday the 6th, Justice Minister Rati Bregadze revealed four legal amendments aimed at simplifying the process of obtaining citizenship for Georgians living abroad. The proposed changes require applicants to take a test at the State Services Development Agency before submitting a full application. If the applicant fails the test, the agency will not proceed with the formal citizenship procedures. Applicants can retake the exam as many times as they want in a year. As part of its commitment to the United Nations High Commission for Refugees, or so they say, the government allows stateless individuals to obtain citizenship after five years of residency in the country instead of the current 10-year requirement. Opposition groups say that the government plans to grant citizenship to Russian nationals of Georgian ancestry en masse to secure their support in the upcoming parliamentary elections next year. According to Business Media Georgia, a local media outlet, Georgia has granted citizenship to 3,297 Russian citizens from the 24th of February 2022 to the 8th of February 2023. On Wednesday the 7th, Information Integrity Coalition and International Society for Fair Elections and Democracy, or ISFED, published a study on the government's communication departments in different ministries and agencies. The study revealed that government strategic communication departments do not perform their duties adequately. Additionally, the Department of Defense, Foreign Affairs, and Interior produce communication materials rarely and are not active. Minimal posts related to countering Russian hybrid threats have been put out. The Ministry of Internal Affairs was the most active Facebook page. On to some regional news. On Tuesday the 6th, Prime Minister visited Gelati Monastery, the 12th century historic monument in Imereti region near Kutaisi and a UNESCO World Heritage Site. He then announced the development of a plan for the conservation of Gelati Monastery complex. According to the government's official statement, the plan will prioritize research-based restoration. The Georgian government had previously started the conservation process in February, but later faced difficulties, as we reported, resulting in the patriarch taking over the lead. Karabashvili expressed complete support for the Patriarch in managing the rehabilitation process. Between Monday the 5th and Wednesday the 7th, several municipalities in central and eastern Georgia experienced heavy rainfall, hail, and strong winds, causing damage to buildings and resulting in floods in residential homes. 
Lagodechi Nature Reserve, a tree uprooted by strong winds, fell on the visitor center, damaging its roof, ceiling, and inventory. Several villages in the same municipality were also affected by overnight rainfall and winds, resulting in floods in entrance floors and basements of residential homes, agricultural beds, vineyards, and greenhouses. Additionally, electricity poles and wires have been damaged. Finally, hail and heavy rain hit about 10 villages in central Georgia's Gori municipality on Monday as well, causing damage to fruit trees, vineyards, and plants in the yards of residents. End with an announcement for those who like movies. On Saturday the 10th, Caucasus Cinema, a free independent filmmaking organization in Georgia, will host an event in Pilisi where you can see movies, documentaries made by 30 filmmakers from around the world who shot numerous short films and videos throughout Georgia for five weeks. The event will take place at the Georgian Film Academy, Zmebi Kakabadzebi, street number two at 7 p.m. All you need to do is register for your free tickets at caucasuscinema.com and enjoy. Leave the link in the website in our show notes. And that's it for this week. You know, every week we work hard to pick the most important stuff going on in Georgia. What's talked about the most, what's big but flies under the radar, all the main stuff. Can we get in the mix right? Not the specific stuff that we've missed. What kind of information you want more or less of? Let us know at Georgia at Rorschach.com. Nachwamdis. Nachwamdis.